Rock 102, Springfield's Clash of Rock. It's 535. Derek and the Dominoes with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Yeah, we're going to see anywhere from zero to 300 inches of snow in the next uh, 24 hours or so as a winter weather advisory is in effect for uh, this county. I like the fact that we're able to zero in on the exact number. Yeah, well, you know, I like to keep it small so you don't... You don't get confused. You also don't want to disappoint. No, you don't. You then tell someone, you know, you expect the blizzard of the century when it winds up being a small, wet, heavy dusting. They're uh, they're saying three to six inches of, uh, of snow and ice accumulations of a light glaze. Much like the light glaze of that woman in that police department down in Tennessee. Uh, Scott Cohen will be joining us later on today. There's loads of football and other stuff to talk about. That's coming up after uh, 7 o'clock this morning. And also, code word Alexa, your chance to win an Amazon Echo Dot. Oh, that's right. We have that thing going, too. Just about 537 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Is I-91 icy? Is the Mass Pike closed? Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 552 and Van Halen with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is uh, going to be a wintry mix. There is a winter weather advisory for Hamden County up until 5 p.m. tonight. Uh, they're calling for a couple inches of snow, but I haven't seen nothing yet. It's uh, it's a whole lot of nothing so far, yeah. but at some point it's going to turn probably this afternoon, and then you'll have all your inches. Oh, all the inches. And some snow. <clears throat> it's 35 in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. And if you have storm damage affecting your water, call Aqua Pump in Stafford Springs. Sorry about that. You may begin, you may begin now. And now? Now. Wait, now? Now. There you go. There you go. Right, yeah. there you go. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. What do you get a 93-year-old man for his birthday? I don't know. Where's he registered? How about a wife 30 years younger? All right. Legendary astronaut Buzz Aldrin turned 93 on Friday, and he celebrated by getting married. Smart choice. The lucky lady is Dr. Anna... Anka Fowler, who is the executive vice president of Buzz's company, Buzz Aldrin Ventures, she's 63. In a tweet announcing the wedding, Buzz called her his longtime love. Man, really robbing the old folks home, isn't he? Yeah. You know what? I walked on the moon before you were even born. <laughs> Imagine that conversation. What do you talk about? I don't know. Well, you know, it's not like she's like 22 and he's 93. No, but and there's still a disconnect between, you know, the things that he's experienced in his lifetime versus the things she's experienced. Now, riddle me this, because I'm always about the nepotism and uh, and all of that. Did she start dating him before or after she became the president of his so-called company? Sounds like after she became the president of his so-called Ain't company. that dipping the pen in the company inkwell? You got to bang the boss to get places these days. <laughs> Guess so. The uh, lucky, li- yeah, she's a uh, 63 in a tweet announcing the wedding. Long time love. I already mentioned all that stuff. Yeah, right, right. She's his fourth wife. His uh, third marriage ended in divorce in 2012. He's 93? Yeah. I give it six months. Yeah. To the moon, Alice. To the moon. It turns out Buzz Aldrin's like this real jerk. He's 93? Yeah. It'll never last. Buzz was the second man to walk on the moon after Neil Armstrong when the Apollo 11 mission landed on July 20th of 1969. 
That's uh, that's kind of like Tom Cotter. I believe he's also the second man to land on her. <laughs> oh, right, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Stuck his flag right in there. Anyway, Cotter, sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, it's like Tom Cotter. You know, you're you're the runner-up. You're the second man on the moon. <laughs> you weren't the first one to win. She's prettier than the Olate dogs, though. She's much prettier than the Olate dog. Actually, she's not a bad-looking gal. Did no. you see her? Yeah, no, I, I saw her. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Renner broke over 30 bones in that snowplow accident on New Year's Day. He shared a photo of himself receiving medical attention to his legs. He said, quote, morning workouts, resolutions all changed this particular New Year's. Spawned from tragedy for my entire family and quickly focused into the un- uh, the uniting actionable love. Because all these people are wishing him well. Yeah. This uh, is a really messed up situation. It is a messed up situation. It sounds just so gross. But, you know... He's lucky he's alive. Oh, One. yeah. And the other thing is, you know, the rumor last week was, oh, he's he's getting his leg amputated. And, that, you know, that was like a that was like a thing. Like, all these people were like, oh, he's going to get his leg amputated. And then you come to find out he's not getting his leg amputated, but he did crush 30 bones. How many bones do you have? 206. Whew. You could despair to lose 30 of them. I, I, don't, I don't want to lose one of them. Uh, he received comments from his Marvel co-stars. Chris Hemsworth said, quote, you're a champion, mate. We love you. And Chris Evans commented, that's one tough MFR. Has anyone ever checked on the snowcat? Sending so much love. You know, as if the snowcat was damaged yeah, right. by Jeremy Renner. I don't think that would ever happen. <laughs> Who do they think this is, Dom Sarno? Yeah, right? Yeah, when somebody needs something plowed... I'm the guy they call. <laughs> I don't even need machinery. Don't even use a truck. I just blow out, like I'm blowing out a birthday candle. The snow <laughs> blows away. <laughs> Pam Anderson is coming out with a memoir called Love Pamela at the end of the month. In it, she alleges that Tim Allen flashed his penis at her on the set of Home Improvement in 1991. Uh, at the time, she was 23 and he was 37. Pam said, quote, on the first day of filming, uh, I walked out of my dressing room and Tim was in the hallway in his robe. He opened his robe and flashed me quickly, completely naked underneath. He said uh, it was only fair because he had seen me naked. Now we're mm. leaving. I laughed uncomfortably. Well, it was tool time. It was tool time. You want to make you sure wonder what that Wilson guy was doing <laughs> on the other side of the fence. You see, that's hilarious because that's the fictional TV show yeah. that Tim Allen was on. Tool time. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I know. Why, why do you have to explain it to I'm me? I'm not explaining it to you. You're explaining it to the audience? Whatever is left, yes, I of our you. audience. I got you. Uh, yeah, he denies it. He says, never happened. I would never do such a thing. That's what they Well, I don't know. Say. You might do it if you're all jacked up on coke. Like yeah. you used to be back in the 80s. Was he jacked up on coke during Home Improvement? I don't know. No, I think he was. Uh, I think he was off. But you know, you never, you never really can tell. Lisa Marie Presley's uh, funeral at Graceland uh, was yesterday, and was also a pretty sweet concert. Billy Corgan sang mm-hmm. uh, the Smashing Pumpkins track to Sheila. Axl Rose sat down at the piano and did Guns N' Roses' November Rain, even though it's January. And Alanis Morissette sang her 2021 single Rest. Axl also spoke before his performance. He said, uh, Sarah Ferguson, the Duchess of, York, Duchess of York, read a poem called A Tribute to Children. So, mm. All right. 
Well, what else is uh, Axl Rose going to sing? He's not going to sing Paradise City or Sweet Child of Mine or Mr. Brownstone. He's not going to sing any of those songs. Why wouldn't he sing Welcome to the Jungle? You know where you You are? are. You're You're in the the jungle, jungle, baby. I guess you're right. That's not appropriate for a No, it's not. Yeah. But he was, he's probably like, somebody grab me a sandwich. And some extra fries, too, before I sing my song. <laughs> November rain's like eight minutes long. I got I got time to kill. I, can, I, be, sh- I would be looking at my watch if I were in that church. I could shove shove a hoagie down my throat during that uh, piano solo. Don't you think I, I could do that? Oh, yeah, you could go total Kobayashi style. And Alec Baldwin will continue starring in Rust. An attorney for the film says the set will now have, quote, on-set safety, safety supervisors and union crew members and will bar any use of working weapons or any ammunition. Why would you continue to make this movie? It's the same kind of perverse thing they did with The Crow when Brandon Lee died. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that was still in production when he got killed on the set. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. No, it makes no sense. But yeah. you know, people are ghoulish and they want to see the final product. And uh, Kim Kardashian was at Harvard Business School on Friday. Really? Yeah. She must have something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I was at a bougie school like this was when Ray J gave me a full scholarship to Brown and that sex tape <laughs> you can purchase on YouPorn for thirty nine ninety five. I had no idea. I was a valedictorian. Was, I bet she yeah, was. Yeah. And uh, Caitlin? <laughs> They didn't call me the head of the class for nothing. <laughs> I never got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but she once looked like a dropped burrito on the kitchen floor of a Chipotle. She was sweating like Gary Glitter at PC World. <laughs> what are you trying to say? What, are you trying to say? What, what I'm trying to say is her carp cavity was seeping like Augustus Gloop's uh, mouth at the site of Willy Wonka's Chocolate <laughs> River. Oh, dear, the chocolate. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> oh, everything is to eat. Yeah, that's your Hollywood trash. I'm not going to do. Oh, no, Augustus. No, no too close no, to the no, river. <laughs> I am. That's it. Oh, that, yeah, oh, that's you, it. I said that's your Hollywood treasure. I'm going to do. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's a new year. Are you ready for a fresh? How the heck are you? You know, there's one thing about coaching postseason football. It is this. One, don't do stuff that's stupid. Two, if Mike McCarthy is your head coach, he will always gravitate towards something stupid. And number three, when you're down by six points with six seconds left to play, attempting to score a touchdown would make a lot of sense. As I'm sure many of you are aware by now, the Dallas Cowboys will not be going to the Super Bowl for the 27th year in a row. Why? Because when the game is on the line, the last person who should be designing game-winning plays is Dallas head coach Mike McCarthy. Get a load of this. It's the final play of the game. The 49ers are leading the game 19-12. The Cowboys need to score something known as a touchdown. A touchdown is where a team is able to score six points and then kick the ball for one more additional point for a total of seven. Seven points would have won that game. I bring this up because apparently the Dallas Cowboys have suddenly grown unaware of this fundamental strategy. Instead, on the final play, Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott placed at center with no other offensive lineman around him. 
Strangely enough, the 49ers were able to burst through this sort of protection, and quarterback Dak Prescott was able to launch a six-yard pass to rookie Cavante Turpin well short of the first down and about 60 yards short of the end zone. And yet somehow, magically, this brilliant game-losing strategy with the entire season on the line failed dramatically. Not that a Hail Mary pass is ever a sure thing, but this particular play was even less of a sure thing. In fact, the only thing that anyone can be sure of is that the 49ers go to the NFC Championship, whereas the Cowboys will not, which I should point out is something they have not done since 1995 when Dak Prescott was two. Remember when I said that thing about what not to do in the situation and how to try not to be stupid? This would be an example of why, because that, my friends, was really stupid. You should be trying to win. Instead, they took a nap on the final game of the play, which would be the very definition of stupid. But hey, and if I'm I yapping, sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Let's talk about snowblowers real quick. You're going errands or you're going ego. Either way, go to Rocky's. Get an ego battery-powered snowblower or an errands, the king of snow. Rocky's is your winter storm headquarters before and after the storm. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 614 in Boston with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Good to see uh, rain early, then uh, switching over to snow. Could see three to seven inches possible, depending on where you are throughout the Pioneer Valley. I'm I wanna, not sure where you are. I'm more uh, leaning towards the three. Schools are all closed. Well, my sc- my kid's school is closed. A lot of schools out in that area, you know, in the Hampton area, yeah, Hampshire, I, I, Franklin County. I don't know. Anyway, it's 35 in uh, downtown Springfield. Uh, I went to uh, Northampton over the weekend. You did? Uh-huh. Uh, get the lead out, baby. Oh, at the Calvin? Yeah. Did they do uh, out in the tiles? They do uh, Boogie with Stew? I don't know. How about In the Light? In the Light, I think they did. Did they do uh, Trampled Underfoot? No. They did. Uh, they See, that was the thing. That's the cool thing. About, I want to go see them again. Because their set changes every single time that they do a show. They do a hot dog? No, they didn't do hot dog. Ah, Jesus. Well, I would feel cheated. They did, like, Babe, I'm Gonna Leave You. Oh, that's and, a good one. Uh, they, they did Stairway. That was, like, that's one of the surprise. last ones that they did. And then, Wouldn't have uh, expected that. Cashmere. They uh-huh. did, uh, you know, uh, a Misty Mountain Hop, which is one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. yeah. That- and, uh yeah, that that yeah. was what they did with their encore. They came back out and, and and did that. Now they do nothing but Led Zeppelin songs, right? They don't do, do yeah. Like I any... was like, I'm like, where's the 38 special? Where how come? Where's your uh, you know, where's one, hold on loosely? One good jet airliner would have turned the whole show around. <laughs> right. What about uh, you're still the one by Orleans? <laughs> <laughs> you know that great classic rock that we play all yeah. the time. But uh, but what what a cool show. You know, we and. Um, we went to dinner. We went to uh, Highbrow. Oh, yeah. Dude, that place is awesome. So that's the same guy yeah. that uh, runs Jackalope on uh, Worthington yeah. Street. Yeah, so we, uh, we I went to that uh, that uh, thing on Saturday at TJ's Wine and Spirits over in, in Springfield, uh, right. Boston Road, which, by the way, awesome, awesome place. They've, they got a whole beer cave there back there for you. A back. cave? A beer cave. It's like, a cave of beer. Really? 
It's a cave, a cave like like a like an underground cave, like a catacomb or yeah. a sarcophagus. You know, you know so the, the owner is telling me that TJ's Wine and Spirits was that was Chuck E. Cheese. That's where it is. So he's like telling me, he's like, well, you know, back there, that's where the animatronics were. It was like the one half of it, I guess. Oh, I was thinking it was. Yeah. I had no idea what part of Boston Road that was on. Yeah, that's where it is. So it's in the in the Chuck E. Cheese, uh, the old Chuck E. Cheese location. I'll tell you what. Yeah, you could very easily have replaced the pool of balls. With yeah. the pool of empty nip bottles. Yeah, you absolutely could. Yeah, I just have drunks jumping in there, cannonballing. Well, I, you know, I was asking because I was like, I was like, was there like stuff here? And he goes, Yeah, there was a bunch of stuff here <laughs> that like that that the landlord took out took out of the building. But it, but it had like there was like old games and all that stuff. That was kind of cool. I wow. like that. Yeah. That's the antiques I like. But that would have you know what? Add that to a liquor store experience. Yeah. Think about how much fun you could have. Absolutely. You know, send the kids out to play the arcade games while you're, you know, sampling, well, you know, bottles of schnapps. Well, that's what I was, I was thinking. I'm like, wow, here's people responsibly enjoying alcohol in this very location where five years ago people were beating the crap out of each other because they were drinking Bud Lights. <laughs> it's the kind of, yeah. you know, I mean, listen, uh, I mean, no disrespect to Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, I have all oh, the disrespect. Oh, who am I kidding? Yeah, of course I, I want right, to disparage right, Chuck E. Cheese. Right. It's the place to go where parents yeah. needed alcohol. Yeah. Like, have you, you ever been and said to yourself, if there's not uh, booze in front of me uh, now, yeah. there's there's going to be hell to pay later. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's like how I feel about Chuck E. Cheese. So they had to, my girlfriend were, came with me to the, to the, uh, to the Rock 102 event because, you know, what what better way to say hey you want a romantic date by going to a rock 102 <laughs> event for a couple hours so uh and and we t- started talking to the lady who was running the vanished valley they had they had a little tasting inside the store you sure. could get different things and uh the, the folks from vanished valley were there <clears throat> and she was telling us about this highbrow place cuz we said we were going to go to northampton uh, uh, that night and she said you know try that highbrow place so i made her made a reservation holy crap the food was like phenomenal. Yeah, I it, the uh, I was at an event at Jackalope a few months ago, and they're just passing food around, and I'm thinking I have got to come back here because they had those, they have the like the, those sticky ribs that they have. No, see that oh. was the thing. See that I wish I had gotten that now because I remembered that was the signature dish that yeah. they were given that they were doing down at Jackalope. That was the one that was everybody was going crazy for. Yeah, yeah. I I haven't been to I haven't been to Highbrow and I haven't been back to Jackalope, but I really want to go. Yeah, we we sat in the basement. They call it the the wine cellar. Yeah, I didn't see any wine in there though. But you did see the cellar. It was just a cellar, but it was. It's always weird in the because you're not in the atmosphere of the open restaurant. Okay, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you're in this like. Cellar. Have you ever been in this place? I have not been there yet. So you're basically in the basement. I mean, it's very well decorated. It's not like you're in a, a basement. You're in the wine cellar. Uh, but it's just weird like because the acoustics in the room, mm-hmm. like you can't really talk that loud because everybody else is going to hear you that's sitting down there. Right. I don't know. It, it was just it was just odd to me. I'm going to have to get out of there. I'm going to have to get out there. But uh, we, we were leaving. And uh, we're leaving uh, Highbrow, 
And uh, my girlfriend has to go to the bathroom. She's like, I got to go to the bathroom. Now, I had taken some uh, uh, THC edibles you know, right. before uh, or right as we sat down for dinner. So they were starting to kick in by the time dinner. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm not sure. Somebody super glued my feet to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not sure I can get up yeah. and do this whole thing. Now, kind of like now, walking like Gumby and 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 Pokey, where you're not mo- you just you're just gliding across a floor. Yeah, yeah and my my eyes uh, spin around <laughs> in different directions, like Pokey. Yes. And uh, so here's the, so the deal is there's only one bathroom in the whole place, right? Okay. And it's one single bathroom. So it's at the top of the stairs from the cellar to the portion of the rest of the restaurant. You know. Mm-hmm. So uh, she was like, why don't you wait right here? Well, we're right at the top of the stairs. So you, you're, you're kind of not in the way of all the wait staff going up and down the stairs. And you're, you know, you're, you're out of, you're waiting for the bathroom. Okay. So we're standing there. She goes up to the door handle and she opens, she tries to open the door. Obviously there's somebody in there. So we're waiting and we're waiting and we're waiting and we're waiting. And I'm like, are you sure there's somebody in there? Now, we're standing there for at least five minutes. It's a long time to wait. wait and I, because I kept saying, I'm like, I think that door's cracked a little bit. I'm, you, and she's like, I'm not going to try the door. And I'm like, why not? She goes, because I already tried it. Like, she didn't want to try it again. Right. And I said, go try the door. So finally, she walks up to the door. She opens up. There's nobody in the bathroom. But she's been waiting for We an were empty standing bathroom? there the whole time, like seven minutes standing there. Wait a minute. And, and the entire staff is laughing at us. Because they realized, hey, there really was nobody in there. Because they didn't see anybody walk into the bathroom. Usually when there's a staff member walking around, they're like, oh, yeah. I just saw somebody walk in there. Did she, did she think about maybe knocking on the door? Yeah, we, we, we had contemplated that. Yeah. I don't know in my state, though, that I was able to make any kind of decisions All right, but I'm based sure, on lo- logical re- uh, reasoning. But I'm sure that she was in a reasonable state. She was, and that's what she was making the point of. She's like, "How is it that you are the one that have taken these edibles, and you are, and I am the one that is out of my mind right now?" Yeah, but uh, but everything worked out. We and we got to go see the show, and uh, what a crowd! Oh, I bet it was. Yeah, and it was now, like all those edibles. Were you the highest person there? No, as a matter of fact. See, this is the thing that I don't get. This guy, in the middle of the show, when the lights are on during the intermission, yeah, whips out a joint and just lights it up and is just smoking it out in the open, and nobody does anything about it. If I'm not mistaken, the Calvin is a public building, right? I mean, you're not supposed to be smoking anything no, inside I don't of think, a building. No, I don't think you're, you're supposed to be doing that. Yeah, I would think that would be like a... Yeah. Was there, say, like an usher that told him to... Extinguish it? Uh, yes, and I believe they were from the uh, Plausible Deniability Security Company. <laughs> Just because we could smell it doesn't mean we was actually there. Yeah, doesn't mean it's there. Yeah. I mean, uh, that radio wave, that thing that you, uh, you're on the radio, you can't see the waves. Right, so how do you know what's yeah. even happening? You're just on my radio every day. There's a lot of people in here that smell like they yeah. just smoked weed seconds ago. It was just uh, it was just odd. So I don't think I was the highest one at the show. But uh, but you're the only one with any sense of reason. But I got to tell you, uh, they put on they put on a hell of a performance. 
You know, I've heard I have heard nothing but great things about uh, Get the Let Out. Yeah, I've heard that time and time again. And it's one, and they're one of these bands that have this huge following. Like they're selling out shows all up and down the East Coast. Yeah, and even into the Midwest. I think there was like a Wisconsin one. They were sold out for like two nights in a row. That's awesome. Well, I'm glad well, you had a good time. Well, I I think what it is is uh, you know people who can't afford to go see. You know, a five hundred dollar ticket to go see Robert Plant play somewhere. You get to see get the let out for a hundred bucks. They go to a tribute show and it's That's nice right. and cheap. I didn't realize what time it was. Sorry about that. That's quite all right. It's six twenty five with Bax and Nagel on Rock one oh two. Six twenty seven with Bax and Nagel on Rock one oh two. Scott Cohen will be joining us at about uh, forty minutes from now, and then also uh, your chance to uh, maybe win an Amazon Echo Dot with code word Alexa. Oh yeah. Echo dot. Yes. Hey, do you wanna do you wanna laugh? I do. All right, let's do it. It's Bax and Nagel's joke of the day. Tell me, tell me what's funny. On Rock 102. Laugh it up, fuzzball. Springfield's classic rock. All right, so a uh, couple, both uh, b- both aged seventy six. Okay. Right? Went to a sex therapist's office, and the doctor says, "Well, what can I do for you?" And the man says, "Will you watch us have sexual intercourse?" And the doctor looked puzzled, but agrees. And when the couple finishes, the doctor says, uh, there's nothing wrong with the way you have intercourse, and then charge them $80. Now, this happens several weeks in a row. Okay. A couple would make an appointment, have intercourse with no problems, pay the doctor, then leave. And finally, the doctor says, uh, just exactly uh, what are you trying to find out? And the old man says, we're not trying to find out anything. She's married. We can't go to her house. I'm married. We can't go to my house. The Holiday Inn charges 120 bucks. The Hilton 150. We do it here for 80 bucks, and I get 64 bucks back from my health insurance. Yeah, How about that. Yeah, you're talking. <laughs> yeah. cheap affair. That's yeah. what you were doing. See, he was. See what he was saying. No, I know it's cheaper for yes. him to go to the doctor's office and pay the copay and just have sex in the office versus. Spent costly oh, dollars yeah. on a holiday. Well, you, know, you really or... should do a cost analysis whenever you're involved in these kinds of situations. I feel absolutely. Bax and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. Here's your 6:32 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. Brought to you by Taxland, Boston Road in Springfield, Cottage Street in East, in East Hampton, and TaxlandOnline.com. There's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Oh, thanks, Bax. There's uh, all kinds of parking bans and uh, delays and all that other good stuff. Winter weather alerts. Uh, Mostly in like Franklin and uh, what's the other county? Uh, Hamden? Northern Berkshire County. Berkshire, yeah. That's where all the snow is going to happen. We're getting mostly ice and slush. Yeah. Uh, Hamden County's not not doing very much. I mean, uh, Springfield schools are uh, not delayed. They're not canceling. No. There's none of that stuff. No, but uh, my kid's school, no school. (sighs) Oh. Kids haven't been to school in uh, weeks. They keep canceling it. That's not true. No, it's not. But it just seems like they're off every other day between well, they, the holidays and the, yeah. and the Christmas vacation and all that other good stuff. And you're just a couple of weeks away from February vacation. <sighs> Don't remind me. You're just a couple of weeks from February vacation. Don't remind me. Hey, when are they on vacation next? Uh, February. Yeah. Yeah. A uh, man wanted for a 2017 shooting and more than 20 shopliftings at pharmacies in Springfield was arrested Friday morning. 
Springfield Police Spokesman Ryan Walsh said that around 2 a.m. Friday morning, officers were patrolling the area of Allen and Orange Streets when they spotted a known suspect riding a bicycle. The suspect, 24-year-old Andrew Cronin of Springfield, had outstanding felony warrants for a 2017 shooting. He's also the suspect in more than 20 shopliftings at Walgreens pharmacies across Springfield over the past four months. Cronin refused to stop for police and attempted to ride away until officers caught up to him. He then got off the bike and began running, jumping over several fences to evade police. Springfield uh, police set up a perimeter in the area and eventually arrested Cronin around the 300 block of Orange Street. One officer was injured during the chase and was treated at the hospital for hand and calf injuries. Now, wait a minute. He has been the lead suspect in 20 uh, robberies over the course of four months. Well, uh, the uh, the meat and potatoes hasn't been reached yet. We're still eating the vegetables of this story. Okay. Ready? While officers were, uh, were taking uh, Cronin back to the police headquarters, Cronin stated, I'll be out on bail and back in Walgreens at 6 a.m. today. He's facing <laughs> the... Uh, Jesus. He's facing uh, a slew of charges shoplifting by aspiratation more than $250. Aspiratation? Uh, what does that mean? What does aspiratation mean? I don't know. Let's find out. Aspiratation, the detachment, movement, or carrying away of property considered an essential component of the crime of larceny. Well, why did they just say that? Well, because uh, they like to sound cool with their little uh, legal jargon. I don't have time to look up every word they're making up out of thin air. Uh, this was an excellent job by our officers in Squad A from first observing and identifying the suspect to ultimately making this arrest. While the suspect does face serious gun charges, he, alleged, he is alleged to be a habitual shoplifter. Mm. Shoplifting is not a victimless crime as it impacts all consumers and often puts employees at risk. The suspect is also the poster child of our backwards judicial system as he openly mocked its effectiveness to deter criminals from committing crimes. Maybe this suspect will be held. That's uh, Police uh, Superintendent Cheryl Clappard. You know, the uh, the funny, uh, it's not funny, but the uh, the weird part about it is, you know, as arrogant as it sounds to say, I'll be back in Walgreens by 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. It's true. It's true. That's that's the thing that's so crazy about this story is, you know, he's not lying. No. And, the, you know, the guy's been, you know, he's pinched. <laughs> He's pinched pharmacies twenty times in a four month yeah, span. I don't, I don't know how that uh, how you keep doing that. I mean, you say, well, that you know, this this guy's the uh, you know, just he's a he's a walking time bomb. No, he's just a a repeat offender who's not being punished like he should be. I'll be back at Walgreens at six a.m. I have to be. Just got a courtesy call. <laughs> I have to go go you know, back to get my prescriptions. Yeah, it probably doesn't hurt to get the Walgreens savings card. Do well, you still earn the points on the things you've lifted from the store? I think if you're if you're if you're just grabbing stuff off the shelves, yeah. I don't think there's any way you can scan your card for deeper discounts without scanning the items too. Yeah, you know what I mean. Unless. Scan one, put three things in a bag. So you're only actually paying for a fraction. Oh, you're paying for a third of what you're buying. Yes. Well, I told you that whole grocery store thing. Oh, I know. With the guy, uh, because he was a $12,000 a year shopper, but he was stealing $1,500 worth of stuff, they weren't going to prosecute him. They just told him to knock it off. Which he didn't do. 
Well, I don't know if he did or not, but uh, you know the idea that that's how you decide how to prosecute people. Well, he spends more money than he steals, so let's let's just turn a blind eye to this one. Uh, a water park is being considered in Palmer by Kalahari Resorts and Conventions. Uh, Kalahari Resorts and Conventions includes meeting and convention facilities in America's largest indoor water parks. According to their website, they have locations in Pocono Mountains in Pennsylvania, Sandusky, Ohio, Wisconsin Dells in Wisconsin, and uh, Round Rock in Texas. Ooh, wait a minute. Wisconsin Dells. They own, uh, is that Noah's Ark in Wisconsin Dells? Probably, yeah. Ooh, that's a good time. Yeah. And the, didn't didn't they talk about a water park when they were talking about a casino I in think Palmer? That, I think that's one of the things that they wanted to put in there. Yeah, like they were going to have people you know, on the water slide over the Mass Pike and you know, underneath yeah, it and everything. I don't think you're going to be able to do that still. That would be kind of cool to have a water slide that goes over the Mass Pike. Right. Right, the traffic going below you at 80 miles an hour. Wouldn't that be fantastic? Yeah, I'm sure that wouldn't cause any problems no. whatsoever. Ab- yeah. And it wouldn't be a distraction for the people down on the road. The uh, company is researching new opportunities to expand its report, and a potential development location is being uh, being considered as Palmer. Uh, 22 News went to the potential water park site in Palmer. Mm. Which I believe is right near the Mass Pike. Now, uh, it's probably the same... The same area that uh, the the uh, casino was being proposed at. Probably that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. it's right off the Mass Pike, right when you come off. Uh, it looks like it's right beyond that wall there. Now uh, the one in Wisconsin Dells, uh, Noah's Ark. I've been to. I've and it, it's enormous. And if you're the kind of person that loves getting the, the family in the car and going to a water park where you can sit and steep with the, in the same water as a couple of thousand filthy people. Uh, you're going to love it. You're going to yeah. love it. Listen, man, uh, again, I had to, I cleaned out my hot tub yesterday. Yeah. Because it's like, it's time. You got to do it. And the good thing is that when you put the, you put this stuff in there and it's supposed to bring up all the crap that's, that's been in there. The good thing is it was fairly clean. Like, there wasn't a lot of like gunk in there. Right. Because I'm really anal about keeping that. There's something about a petri dish in your backyard that Understood. you want to make sure that that you're sanitized. But I was saying because uh, uh, my buddy was was at the house yesterday. He he's he's a hot tub guy, right? Okay. And I said uh, I said, oh man, I, like this makes me never ever want to go into a public swimming, uh, either a, a swimming pool or a hot tub. Because it's so gross. Like you think about all the stuff that comes off your own body. Yeah. Now try multiplying that by a couple thousand. Right. Because you know, and I'm cleaning it pretty frequently and pretty regularly. They don't clean those things that like that. They throw a bunch of chlorine in it and go, eh, it'll be all right. Yeah. Well, chlorine kills a lot of stuff. But it it's, does. But it doesn't get rid of the, the gunk that's in it. Chlorine can kill stuff, but it also, like, the other thing I was reading about, you can get, like, hot tub rash because the chlorine might kill, like, deadly things, but you can still get skin diseases. Yeah. And Ugh, I know, gross. huh? Gross. Isn't it awful? Gross. Mine's but, crystal clear now. But I'm sure the people of Palmer will really like the, the bath. Well, that's that's exactly what I was thinking when they made this announcement. I'm like, there's somebody out there in uh, Thorndike going, hey! Look, a big bathtub coming to the big town. 
That looks like the biggest public toilet I've ever seen in my life. You're finally going to be able to wash, scrub off that Paul Mall cigarette smoke off your hair. <laughs> now you're going to smell like a Paul Mall and chlorine. <laughs> That's a bleachy Paul Mall. Well, hey, you know what? It wouldn't be a bad idea. You know how many people, uh, you know, you hear parents uh, taking their kids to these uh, places like the Great oh, yeah. Wolf Lodge and all that stuff? These places are wildly popular. There's some that, uh, for, I mean, there's there's like a small water park in, you know, West Springfield, and but a lot of hotels like around the country have converted themselves, their, their pool area into like a water park. And it suddenly becomes a destination and anybody could go at any time. You know, you, you give them like you know, 20 bucks and your, your kid can, uh, you know, get splash around in the public toilet for hours. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, they're very popular, very popular. Yeah. I told you, I took my kids to that one called the Cape Cotter resort. Yeah. Out in, uh, Hyannis, which was awful. It was an awful, awful experience. Because it burned your eyes. Well, you know, I wasn't in the right... Uh, my wife had just passed away, yeah. and all these people were like, you got to take your kids, you know, go somewhere and do something with your kids. So I'm like, okay, let's go to an indoor water park. I don't know. It was just the time of year. I don't I know. Got it. Whatever. So we go, to, we go to the water park. Well, it's also school vacation week. So not only do you have the people that have paid for a room at that place. Yeah. Or maybe it's, I think it's like a timeshare thing too. I think it's like one of those types of deals. But you also have, the water park is open to the public. So it yes. was school vacation week. So it's loaded. It was like a thousand kids in this place. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, like I'm trying to like keep track of two little kids while grieving. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it just doesn't, it doesn't, it didn't really jive well with me. The whole experience. Plus, you're in a and, place that's crawling yeah. with living mothers. And then my kid gets sick the next, the second. We stayed there for two nights because yeah. it was four hundred dollars a night. Oh my god! Yeah, that that was the other thing. Yeah. And uh, my kid gets sick from all the chlorine because basically all they're doing is dumping chlorine into it to kill all the urine and everything else that gets thrown out of kids' mouths on oh, these yeah. water slides. So then, uh, you know, my daughter throws up in the trash can on the pool deck. <laughs> Meanwhile, this other lady comes out of the bathroom. She's like, my son just did the same thing. There's too much chlorine in the water. So I think I told you this, and I yeah. wrote this sparkling review on Yelp, which, you know, was basically explaining what happened. Mm -hmm. And then I said, and then I finished it with, uh, let's just say the biggest tragedy to come out of Hyannis was not the Kennedy family. <laughs> It was this place. <laughs> it was the Nagel family yeah, driving away. Yeah. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today, mix of rain and snow. Uh, could see accumulation of up to three to seven inches, depending on where you are throughout the Pioneer Valley. I'll leave it at that. High of 36. It is 35 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Aw, yeah. GG Inks, screen printing and embroidery. They print their shirt on your bed. It's classic rock. It's 650. And the Rolling Stones of Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Mix of snow and rain today. Uh, could see accumulation uh, up to three to seven inches, depending on where you are in the Pioneer Valley. It is uh, 35 right now in downtown Springfield. You're about an hour away from hearing the next code word for the uh, 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 for the Amazon Echo Dot. 
Uh, we're giving a, a chance for you to win an Amazon Echo Dot at 7.50 this morning. We'll read out a code word. You'll have until noon each weekday to add that uh, code word into rock102.com for your chance to win. It's all brought to you by Michelob Ultra, helping to keep your New Year's resolution and Rock 102, from Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. All right. All right. Uh, did you ever not tip at a restaurant? I have always tipped at a restaurant. Even for crappy service. Even for crappy service. Uh, if you're frustrated by poor service at a restaurant, think twice before you decide not to tip. You may be in it for uh, a bit more than just a dirty look from the wait staff. Uh, nobody, nobody wants to be forced to pay a tip or be arrested for terrible service, Leslie Pope said when her happy hour ended in handcuffs. Pope and John Wagner were hauled away by police and charged with theft for not paying the mandatory 18% gratuity totaling $16 after eating at the Lehigh Pub in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania with six friends. Pope claimed that they had to wait nearly an hour for their order, and she had to get napkins and silverware for the table herself. At this point, I became very annoyed because I had already gone to pick a, gone up to the bar to my <clears throat> myself to have my soda refill because the waitress never came back. After the $73 bill came, the group paid for food, drinks, and tax, but refused to pay the tip. After explaining the bad service to the bartender in charge, Pope claimed he took their money and called police. The couple was handcuffed and placed in the back of a police car. For not tipping. For not paying the 18% that was included in the bill that is mandatory for those <sighs> parties of X or more. I kind of have a problem with the mandatory tip. But if, I but I understand that. Like if you were having like a like a, a party of like ten people, mm -hmm. they oftentimes include the the eighteen percent gratuity yeah. already. But to make it mandatory, I mean you kinda it's something you, you I think everybody earns. How big of a tip you know, depends on how good the service is or how good the food may be. But a mandatory that I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh they but arresting somebody for it. <laughs> that well, will that will not fly. I mean, if that's the policy, we, you know that when you sit down in a place. They always tell you, if you got a party of six or more, we're putting 18% on the bill. Sorry, that's just the way it's going to go. Yeah. If that was the policy, then you need to pay that money, regardless of what your outcome was for the service. See, I There would, are different I would... ways to go about complaining and getting your money back versus walking out by not paying the thing that you right. knew you were supposed to pay. And I would likely pay that without a without a problem. If I felt like I was getting good service or a good meal, I would probably add more to the tip than the already, you know, established 18% on the right. bill. But you're not going to get a dime uh, extra from me if it's if it's if it's garbage. Well, I, I mean, these people are, you know, they're like they're victims. But again, if the policy was we charge you 18% by having, if you had six people in your party, that's what the policy is. Mm -hmm. We're tacking on the 18%. All right. All right. You're not, they didn't, I know they didn't steal anything because they paid for their food. But if, I guess that is stealing because if that's a mandatory charge on the bill, then you did steal something. As long as it's established that that's the way it's going to be. Mm -hmm. you know, but, but typically with a larger crowd, that is the way it is. Yeah. They just include it. Uh, the owner, uh, for their part, admitted that the group waited unusually long for their food but said the pub was extremely busy that night. He said managers offered food to comp 
offered to comp the food, and claim, and the couple claims that that never happened. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to. That's their word against See, theirs. But that that would be a good like surveillance camera thing. Hey, no, look, we walked over to these people and we and we said to them. I mean, obviously, you're not going to pick up voices on the surveillance camera, but at least you could say... Yeah, here, here's me we, walking to the bartender. We had this uh, interaction. Yeah, here's here's me grabbing my own uh, silverware. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, uh, I, just, I just tip people and, and get it over with. You know, I, uh, I actually tend to be a big tipper because uh, I don't like doing the math. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, I uh, I, right. I try to be courteous, and uh, I try to keep right. uh, in mind that they're working very hard, but mostly it's because I don't feel like doing the math. Well, I had the check challenge the other night because I had uh, consumed all these edibles. Yeah. All of these, uh, you know, but I consumed a uh, a decent THC portion of edibles. Okay. And uh, that makes you not be able to do math. Even, so even like, if you have a tip calculator I'm on like, your phone, it's yeah. like, oh, I don't even know how to use my phone. I'm like asking uh, my girlfriend for help. I'm like throwing numbers across the table. She's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know what you're even saying over there. What's going on? I'm like, I don't know. My feet are still glued to the floor. I can't move. <laughs> it's just about 6.57 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Bourbon, barbecue, and blues on Saturday, February 4th at the Delaney House in Holyoke. Wait for it. Is sold out. Tech. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Winter Storm Headquarters. Before and after the storm. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, whenever I obtain tickets to a sporting event, whether that be the Springfield Thunderbirds hockey games or tickets to an overpriced game at Fenway, I tend to mind my business and act courteously to the people around me and to the athletes playing in front of me. Not the sort of fellow that's going to cause a disruption. Not the kind of guy who's going to be escorted out of the building. I'm going to be minding my business and enjoying the game. But when your football Hall of Famer Shannon Sharp and you've turned into some sort of professional broadcaster that should not give you the freedom to cause problems. On Friday night, Shannon Sharp was sitting courtside as the Lakers were hosting the Memphis Grizzlies. During the game, Shannon was involved in a shouting match with several Memphis players, including John Morant, Dylan Brooks, and Steven Adams. What caused the ruckus? Well, I can tell you this. Uh, Shannon Sharp happens to be a loquacious individual, opinionated, verbose, wordy, and in this exchange, referees were forced to intervene, and Shannon, for his own protection, was escorted by security away from his courtside seats into a hallway, later allowed to return to his seat in the third quarter. In the post-game interview with ESPN, Shannon claims that the disagreement began when he said to Dylan Brooks that he was too small to guard LeBron James. According to Shannon, quote, he said, F me, I said, F you back. He started to come after me, and I said, you don't want these problems. Now, I'm sure that later today, Shannon Sharp will be back at work on Fox Sports' Undisputed with Skip Bayless. And I'm sure Shannon will talk. But the fact of the matter is, you're at the game to watch. They're at the game to play. It should not be your job to talk to them. Let them just shut up and let them play. It should not be your job to be acting like a jackass either. Granted, the Grizzlies lost to the Lakers and snapped an 11-game winning streak, and LeBron James did score 23 points, but that does not act give you the right to act like a douchebag, even if your predictions are correct. 
because that's simply not appropriate. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Drill bits and saw blades, five bucks off. The bits and blades sale at Rocky's. Drill bits and saw blades, normally 20 to 35 bucks. Now five bucks off. Instant savings with your Ace Rewards card. Only at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back set to my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Classic Rock, it's 7.09 and Aerosmith with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, wintry mix today with a high of 36. Uh, tomorrow, sunny with a high of 40. It's 35 in downtown Springfield. It's something we're talking about uh, Scott Cohen at 7.09. <laughs> we go live. Yeah. I you get, are looking live. I get real, I get musburgered all over the yeah, place. Yeah, well, the music comes on and you, and you can't help it. You can't help it. <laughs> So go hey, I'm you know you were talking about uh, you were uh, not complaining you were uh, discussing your daughter daughter's being home from school and it's been yeah. so, so long and blah blah yeah. blah. I haven't seen you guys face to face because of the holidays and then what happened um, last week? Last was, week was Martin Luther, Martin Luther King, King Day yeah. and then uh, we just figured well why 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 have Scott? It's fine to ruin. I'm the not com- you know, yeah. but I haven't seen you guys in a while. And I'm and so, that's okay. That's, are, are, are you, are you feeling fine. sad about it? No, sometimes, no, I don't think so. Sometimes it's, people just need to spend some time, time apart. Yeah. <laughs> Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Some, in most cases. So what's with the? Um, I mean, you can't see it because it's radio. Um, Chuckles yeah. over here is wearing a, a bright green shirt with yep. a dinosaur with Jesus. Yeah. Riding a dinosaur. Yeah. Well, what, it's, what's that all about? Well, it's the contradiction of the fact of you know, okay. that uh, who sure. came first, who uh, came the first. chicken or the egg, <laughs> yeah. or the dinosaur or the Jesus. Okay, that's why. <laughs> yeah. Now I get it. Yeah. I need so, a- it's just making, I get these uh, $6 shirts, buddy. Oh. I get, I get a whole, I had one yeah. uh, on Friday. Uh, oh, that was a good one. Which one was that did I wear? Why doesn't that surprise oh, me? Oh God, I forgot what it was, but I remember liking that shirt thing. I mean, you know, I'll tell you what—that's a good six. That's six dollars yeah. well, well spent, yeah. right there, baby. So I, I uh, it, it's, I get the mystery packs. You pay forty bucks, you get ten shirts. A mystery pack what? of ten shirts. Yeah. yeah. How, how did I miss this? What do you mean? How you miss this? This is a uh, this is something I've been doing for years. Oh, that's where I get all these cool shirts from. Oh well, yeah. I, yeah. It is a cool shirt. It made me ask you about it. Yeah, there's right. a lot of lot of puns that they sell. There's a lot yeah. of puns yeah. there. Uh, so yes. So anyway, anyway what's, what's going on with you? Uh, what's going on with me? Um, well, I was very I was very happy to hear you talking about highbrow restaurant a moment ago. Thank oh, you for that. Yeah. Andrew is. A client. We'll get right yep. to sports. My sure. client. We'll get right to sports in yeah. a moment. Mm-hmm. But good. I'm glad you went there. That's your client. Is He's the a, yeah. Andrew's cl- a jackalope and and highbrow. Wow. They, I went to uh, went to a good meal there. I mm-hmm. went to jackalope for an event the, a while back, and the food was really yeah, he does, phenomenal. He, he does the he does the food too for um, uh, White Lion. Th- that's right. All right. Yeah. So I did have those sticky ribs. That's where uh, yeah. I had those there. And they're phenomenal. Yeah, they're amazing. amazing. Unbelievable. You yeah. want to know what the best thing on the menu is, though? And 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 I I don't want to be abused for this, okay? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, my uh, The woman I'm seeing uh, does not eat uh, meat, but she eats fish. Does she know you're seeing her? Pardon me? Does she know you're seeing her? It's, it's, it's just like a uh, It's a George, sliding scale. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's just like a... <laughs> It's a sliding like a Jan Brady George Glass type of thing. Right, right. So I go. So we go there. We go to Highbrow for dinner, and I get the steak. Um, and she got uh, the Szechuan tofu, 
Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's pan fried Szechuan with a uh, uh, tofu with Szechuan, and yeah. it's over. Yeah, I seen it. It's nice. So I'm eating my steak. I go, hey, can I try that? I'm eating a fa- a fabulous steak. The t- Szechuan tofu, best damn thing on the menu. You know, I saw that on there, but I'm not a big tofu. Of course fan. not. No. Why? Why would you do that? Right. If you don't have to. All right, but how was right. the steak? The steak was great. Well, no harm, no harm, but no, no foul. But no, I'm telling you, I looked at, I was just like, why didn't I get that? And, you know, I'm not a tofu eater, but if you go there, get that. It's fantastic. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Now All on right. to the NFL. Yeah, All right. Let's move Maxie, on to the really Your boy, stuff. you were complaining about your boy. Uh, yeah, Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy. Is a terrible head coach and a terrible tactician when everything is on the line. He, he is. He messes up. Um, you know, not last night, notwithstanding, but we'll talk about that. Obviously, he is—he's terrible at clock management. Okay, terrible. And then that play at the end of the game last night, like that schoolyard hook and ladder thing. It's like, come on! You've got sixty yards, and you could win that game. You got to get to the end zone. You got to get to the end zone. And what they did was Ezekiel Elliott is playing center, center. all of a sudden, and there's no lineman against him. Well, guess what's going to happen? Yeah. With the 49ers defense. Yep. They're going to pour right through that. He dumps a little six-yard pass. What did you expect to have happen I mean, with I six ca- seconds left in the game? I know. I mean, I, I, I knew what, what he was trying to do. It's like, you know, throw the pass. Uh, Elliot was going to come around. He was going to pitch it to him, then pitch it to somebody else. I mean, I, I get it. But the fact that they put themselves in that position in the first place. Oh, absolutely. Just like, come on. A- absolutely. But when the entire season is on the line, right it's, there. Either, it's either you go to the NFC Championship for the first time in 27 years or you blow it. They chose to blow it yep. because they had a better chance. The probability of winning the game was probably better with a Hail Mary pass than what they attempted to do at the was. end of the game. Of course it was. Stupid. It's stupid. Stupid that football. Ter- bad play calling, poor clock management. But again, like you were saying, you know, you've seen Mike McCarthy forever uh, with your uh, football and, history. And woefully wo- under-impressed with uh, Mike McCarthy. I know. And he, you know, he gets, he he deserves all the criticism that he gets. It really, it really stinks about the Cowboys. And listen, San Francisco, they could end up, you know, winning it all. And I don't want to hear anything about Brock Purdy being a rookie quarterback. Just, just forget about that. Let me tell you something. Not only the 49ers are a complete package. It's not just Purdy. Complete, it's a complete package. And Patrick Mahomes is hurt. Yes, he's got he a is. high ankle sprain. Yep. Now you can say, well, Mahomes can do other things. A lot of they're a complete team too. No, you can't. They are not as complete as the 49ers, and I think the 49ers win that game. Having said that, I am unbelievably impressed with Cincinnati. I think that is a tough tough team. Joe Burrow looked great yesterday. Phenomenal. Uh, defense did did its part. And you know, and listen, um, and Philadelphia should not be the fourth team mentioned in this conversation. They looked amazing on Saturday. Uh, Jalen Hurts played. He he stayed out of, of two games toward the end, end of the year. They did the right thing with him with his shoulder, which is not what Kansas City did with Mahomes yesterday. He should have he should have never gone back into that game. Yeah. Um. But but Kansas City won anyway. But uh, the Eagles look tough. They're they're a complete team as well. I I think with the final four is is it's it's, it's going to be great. It's the best 
hate to say this because I'm sure Patriots fans and and uh, Cowboy fans aren't going to like to hear this, but the best four teams. It's the best four teams. Unbelievable. There's no question about it. So I think those games are going to be are going to be great. I do too. But I'm thinking it's going to be a Cincinnati 49ers Super Bowl. I bet I would not. I wouldn't bet against that. Um, I think I think since I think Cincinnati's going to win uh, next week. Um, but you know, and listen, the Eagles have stepped on their you know what. Time, you know, time after time after time, but uh, I um I I like Philadelphia too. It's it's going to be offense against defense. Uh, the the Bruins crushing continue, it. continue to just uh, yeah. You know, I mean, San Jose is not like the toughest, toughest team in the world. Doesn't matter. They shut them out, and uh, Montreal is up next. And Montreal's not having a particularly great year. Bruins so. have uh, the next five games are, are away from home. And, you know, it's like last night I was obviously watching the football because <clears throat> it's the playoffs. And then, you know, I just, you know, clicked over to uh, to the Bruins game. And I'm like, you know, hey, I, I should I should just see what's going on. And they're up three zip. And I the minute I turned it on, they're up three nothing. And then, bang, they scored uh, their final goal uh, to make it four nothing. Every time you turn around, they're doing the right thing. They're they're playing great. And you know the the thing about it is, I mean, one, it's an historical uh, you know start to this season. No question. But if you look at the standings, there's nobody, nobody. close for a mile and a half. Oh, when dude, they're they're twenty twenty two one and three. I think playing at home, and that's uh, one of those is the uh, frozen yep uh, thing there at at Fenway. Um, when you're twenty, when you're twenty-two and one at home, you, I guess, you'd better be that far ahead of everyone. But they are absolutely in, in a in a class by themselves, and and they every single game that comes up, they they just have not disappointed yet. Uh, no, you're absolutely you're absolutely right. Nice to see uh, all the Red Sox players uh, up in Springfield this week. So that they, was very cool. It, well, it is that you know what to to give the organization credit. That really is a cool thing that they, that they do. Did um I was reading on social media um that did did you read that when they introduced upper management they got they, they got, got booed. booed. <laughs> <laughs> did. Did you read that they deserved it? <laughs> yeah, that's 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 really you know. Hey, listen, be cla- keep, keep being classy, Springfield. Oh, I know. But yeah, the I guess upper management got booed at the at the Red Sox weekend. But listen, um, I know people don't. Um, do you like Dan Shaughnessy? Yeah, I love Dan Shaughnessy. Yeah, I I I I, love have, uh, I, I still have my copy of the Curse of the Bambino. Uh, he's great. So anyway, he's he's refer he very critical of Red Sox management. With the exception of one or two players, dude, it's a triple A. That's a triple A professional team that we're going to be watching at Fenway Park. But it's well, not. But it's not going to matter. It's not going to matter because we're going to go anyway. Because it's fun. yeah. But you know, yeah. No, I I get it. And it's it's not like we haven't been exposed to misery before. But you know, this is a team that has spent money to not spend money, and you know, they it it, it just seems like the commit we talked about this last time you were here the commitment to put something good on the field is simply non-existent and and and, you know for everything that john henry had had done 15 years ago pissed it away yeah he's ruined it he's ruined it and it's probably just to save a few bucks yep so that's exactly what it is that's to me that's that's kind of soul crushing. Do you expect there to be at least a, a little bit of effort to put something, you know, plausible or you know, hopeful on the field? 
every time every time you turn around and you, you know you go online and and there's a story about the Red Sox, um, they they end up they the story is about them signing someone that even a baseball fan would have a tough time figuring out who they are and where they came from. And then some of the veteran players that the Red Sox have had on their roster the last two years, they're getting picked up by other teams. Nate Valdi has been the opening day starter, I think, three of the last four years. Mm-hmm. He's gone, and the pitching staff that they are showcasing, one of the starters is Chris Sale. He's He is either your number one or number two starter, and that guy can't stay on the field to save his life. He'll be the first player on the in, on the injured list. No question. No no question about it. He'll stay, how about this? He starts opening day, it's cold, he strains something, he's not back until July. That's what's going to happen. You know, I you 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 watch all the players come into town, you know, Big Poppy is here, Veritech, you know, all these guys that that played on those World Series yeah. winning teams. And even though they're they're, you know, some of these guys are starting to look their age yeah yeah it it happens it's just a matter of happens to the best of us happens to the best of us you know there's a part of me that just goes you know what no one expected them to win a world series when they won a world series you know is it possible that maybe we're misjudging this team and every time i start thinking about that my answer is no i don't think so no i don't i don't think so and even those even the team in in 2003 which you know i guess that team may have you know kind of come out of nowhere so to speak but i mean you know they had david ortiz manny ramirez pedro mart i mean you know this is these are you know aside from ramirez because uh, his obvious challenges i mean those are that team was full of hall of famers they're they're good. They were good. The, this edition is it's not good. Yeah, and keep in mind you're what now three weeks away from pitchers, pitchers and catchers and reporting. Catchers. Three weeks, two weeks, something like that. Something like that. Yep. <sighs> I know. It's just it's uh, it's sickening. Let's get through uh, the uh, the NFL playoffs and and the Stanley Cup and the NBA, and then we'll we'll worry about the headache that we have. We'll have all summer. Who's got that kind of patience? Well, who can who can last that long? That's what's gonna. That's what you're gonna have to get used to, pal. I suppose it's true. It's uh, seven twenty three. Good to see you. Good to see you guys still oh, in the Scott flesh. Collins oh, here? well, yes, he is. Yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> nice to see you. Good to see you too, yeah, Steve. Right. It's seven twenty. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's seven twenty eight in the doors with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. I could have been in that band. You could have. Maybe I could do a. Maybe I could be in a cover band, like get the let out. I would be um, rider on the storm. Oh, like that would. Oh yeah. my god, that I could be... be the L.A. woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It you could L.A. woman. I'll dress in drag and I'll go up and do Doors songs. Why you, not? You know what? Uh, you got a <clears throat> Jim Morrison mystique about you. Why couldn't you do it? Yeah, I like getting messed up and. Exposing myself in front of thousands of people. You should uh, go on. You know what you should do? Try it out a little bit. Just wear like some leather, tight leather pants, uh-huh. no shirt, All right. and just start singing in front of the mirror. And then when you're feeling like you're, you're really nailing it, then uh, then come back here, and then we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll schedule a, a gig. I have a feeling me in tight leather pants uh, and no shirt would look like Chris Farley in that Chippendale thing with Patrick Swayze. Well, seemingly, uh, that might uh, be true, yeah. but I mean, if you want to really... Yeah, 
I don't know if I really put together a tribute to the late Jim Morrison. It's the only way to do it. Showing off my assets. Yeah, right. All right. Let's do it. Listen, he died at the age of 27. You what? You're 44, 43? I've nearly surpassed that. You Right. Like, you could literally make the argument, this is what Jim Morrison would look like if he had survived into his 40s. Uh, just an overweight, uh, middle-aged dad. Balding. Who, balding. Right. Uh, yeah. Yes. Who likes to still sing his songs. Somewhat comprehensible. Would he have been comprehensible at, the, at your no, age? No, not at all. Had he survived? No. Oh, well, then there you go. Yeah, all right. There you have it. I got a whole new gig going. We got news next to Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. Rain this morning will transition over to wet snow by mid to late morning. It'll last into the afternoon. It'll be breezy with temperatures near freezing. We'll pick up one to two inches in greater Springfield, two to four north and west, four to eight north of Route 2, northern Worcester County, and northern Berkshire County. The wet snow will wind down by mid to late afternoon. The breeze will continue overnight tonight as we dry out. Temperatures will fall into the low to mid-20s. For tomorrow, partly to mostly cloudy skies. We'll have some melting with temps in the middle and upper 30s. And for Wednesday, a dry morning. Light snow develops in the afternoon. It goes over to rain at night. With your Western Mass News First Alert forecast, I'm meteorologist Dan Brown. Get a load of this, Springfield. The new Dunkin' Brown Butter Toffee Latte raises the bar on what a latte can be. It's got bold espresso and subtle brown butter and toffee flavor notes. If it were a shelf, it would be the top one. The new Dunkin' Brown Butter Toffee Latte. Elevate your latte, Springfield. No, no, no. no. What, 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 what? Elevate your latte. Thanks for uh, for, for correcting me on that one. I would have uh, totally ruined that one. America runs on Duncan. Price of participation may vary. It's a limited time offer and terms apply. I'm having a hot flash. Menopause the Musical, the off-Broadway parody hit that will have you cheering at your seat and dancing in the aisles. It's impossible not to laugh. The New York Times. It's hilarious. Go see it. The View. Women need this. The Today Show. Coming to Springfield, Massachusetts, February 12th for one matinee performance. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. You don't want to miss this. I'm having a hot flash. The Amherst Railway Society's 55th Annual Railroad Hobby Show is Saturday and Sunday, January 28th and 29th at the Eastern States Exposition Grounds in West Springfield. The show features eight acres of railroading for the whole family. There'll be more than 60 operating layouts, plus manufacturer displays, dealers, railroad clinics, a flea market, and many new and antique railroad items. Vendors and hobbyists will have model railroad equipment, photos, books, and other railroad memorabilia. Three special layouts will allow kids to run trains all by themselves. Get tickets online. Children under 15 free. Proceeds from the show are used to promote interest in railroading, and donations will be made to various railroad museums, historical societies, restoration projects, and scholarship funds. Don't miss the Amherst Railway Society's 55th Annual Railroad and Hobby Show, January 28th and 29th, Saturday 9 to 5, Sunday 10 to 5, in four buildings at the Eastern States Exposition Grounds in West Springfield. More info and tickets online at amherstrail.org. It's 7.33 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's time for news, and it is brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Rent the all-electric Ionic 5 for 28 days and includes insurance. Try it before you buy it. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. This uh, winter storm, uh, heavy rain and snow to western Massachusetts, but it looks like on the map that it's uh, like above Holyoke and north. Actually, it's above Amherst. It's got that weird little nook in there. 
where it's like nothing but rain. Yeah. And then it's all snow all around that. But down here where civilization happens, uh, where would you find uh, the nearest snowfall in Springfield? Uh, I don't know. The highest point. Okay. Fair enough. Which would be somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> Where's the highest point in Springfield? <laughs> I don't uh, Monarch Place, maybe? Yeah, maybe. maybe. Yeah. The uh, weather conditions caused two separate rollover accidents overnight in West Springfield. Lieutenant Tony Spear from the West Springfield Fire Department said that the accidents occurred on the West Springfield portion of I-90 and that the accidents happened within a mile of each other on Sunday. The accidents were caused by slippery road conditions and there were no injuries. The drivers were checked out at the incident and they declined further care and did not want to be taken to the hospital. Ooh. All right. Okay. Although we don't really need to take you there. We don't really need any details on the accidents either. That's right. You just need to tell me that there was a traffic mishap in town. Thanks. A traffic mishap I was nothing. I was not a part of. Those are the best kind, as far as I'm concerned. That's right. A man wanted for a 2017 shooting and more than 20 shopliftings at pharmacies in Springfield was arrested on Friday morning. The Springfield police spokesman Ryan Wall said around 2 a.m. Friday morning, officers were patrolling the area of Allen and Orange Streets when they spotted a known suspect riding a bicycle. The suspect, 24-year-old Andrew Cronin of Springfield, had outstanding felony warrants for a 2017 shooting. He's also the suspect in more than 20 shopliftings at Walgreen Pharmacies across Springfield over the past four months. Oh, he's a frequent flyer. So what what does that uh, work out to be? Four months, 20 shopliftings. Like, how many is that per week? Oh, God. Now you're going to make me uh, make me do well, this? Well, I would do it, but I, you know, I'm only going to screw up the math. It just <sighs> seems to me. Don't even, don't even bother. It just seems to me that in a four-month period of time, not a long time, really. And when you come right down to it, uh, 20 shopliftings is a prolific amount of shoplifting's. Let's see. Uh, how many is 120 days in four months? Okay. So, sure. Right? Yeah. Uh, divided by, what am I dividing by? 20. 20. Yeah. Divided by 20. Uh, six. Six per week. How does he On keep- average. How does he even keep up? I don't know. No, that wouldn't be right. It's not. It can't be six. Why? Oh, six per week. No, no, no. We're like six per month. Okay, so uh, six per month. Okay, about roughly six per month. All right. So he. It's like uh, like uh, two or five you know, one, per month. One or one or two per week. Yeah. Right. All right. Either way, that's a lot, and there's only so many pharmacies in the Springfield area to go around. You know what I mean? I mean, that's, I mean, there's a lot, but it's like, they must see you coming. All right. So, but, but what are you taking every time you go in there? Doesn't matter. Could be shampoo. I'm just being asked, where the F did I learn math? <laughs> oh, right here on the, uh, yeah, the, from, uh, the sa- from, from the same guy he's been working with for 18 you, you years. Know, you know what it is? Uh, you're like the dad in that drug commercial who comes in, who taught you how to do this? And I'm like, you, I learned it from watching you. You ruined my life. That's, that's where I learned spelling and math from Bax. Yeah, you don't want to do that. But uh, but but nevertheless, it's still an awful lot of uh, of of, uh, of shoplifting. I can't imagine being that busy. No, that is that is uh, that's an awful lot. All right. So some guy is saying four months is sixteen weeks. 
Uh, 20 shoplifting equals five shoplifting a month. Okay, which comes out to about one a week. Actually, slightly more, like one and a quarter per per week, but whatever. You guys don't really need to be that smart on the radio, do you? No, we don't. But it's also great when a guy like this uh, comes back with the accurate math. Still, one shop, at le- a minimum of one shoplifting event per week is still a lot of shoplifting. Yeah. But uh, and that's on top of all the other things this this uh, this young firecracker is involved in. I want to know what he's taking. Well, again, you know there could be shampoo, right. there could be snacks. But you know, I would go for the as seen on TV stuff, like that ear wax remover thing where you spiral it into your ear canal. Or, I find myself fascinated yeah. by chia pets. Oh, I love chia pets. Chia pets are. The- is it a plant or a pet? It's both. Backs. See how fascinating yeah. that is. A uh, Wilbraham man has been charged with kidnapping, armed robbery, and extortion for allegedly shaking down two men over purported online interactions with a fictional underage girl, according to the defendant's lawyer. One of the uh, victims includes an East Longmeadow youth swim coach. 18-year-old Giancarlo Daniele of uh, Surrey Drive was arrested after the men separately reported to Wilbraham police. Daniele staged a stick-up with a taser on January 17th demanding thousands to keep quiet about alleged interactions on Facebook, Snapchat, and other online apps. Daniele was arraigned in Palmer District Court on Thursday and released on $10,000 cash bail. A high school senior, he pleaded not guilty to the charges, and his defense attorney argued that the victims are not victims at all. He was arrested after a brief struggle with police on January 18th when one victim, Sean Pennington, an assistant coach on the Marlins Recreational Swim Team in East Longmeadow, tipped police to a drop site where he was ordered to bring more money to a man who threatened him with a taser the day before. The caller told Mr. Pennington he knew where he lived and worked with other personal details about Mr. Pennington's life. The caller instructed Mr. Pennington to uh, meet him on Maplewood Drive in Wilbraham or he would come to his house. Mr. Pennington drove to Maplewood Drive and was approached by a white male who forcefully entered his vehicle and pointed the taser, telling him to just drive. Later, this is, a, this is a pretty elaborate story. It's a very elaborate story. Later, when Pennington contacted police, the alleged extorter texted, uh, don't talk to her again, and Pennington answered, won't, and he gave the man more than $2,000. The man yelled at him for talking to his 14-year-old daughter, who he later identified as his sister, and forced him to delete certain apps off his phone, said Pennington, who added that he didn't know where the accusations had come from since he hadn't used dating apps in years. Pennington declined comment when contacted by a reporter. Another man, identified only as James Williams in police reports, went to the uh, police department within minutes of Pennington's report record show. Williams told police he had been speaking with a, quote, female whose online handle was Paige, and they met on Plenty of Fish Dating. Paige uh, told Williams to meet her on Maplewood Road so as not to alert her parents she was meeting anyone. Then a white male ambushed Williams in his car. Williams drove away and reported the incident to police. There's no indication in any of the police reports how old the girl purport was purported to be, but Danielli's defense attorney said the men were trolling what they believed to be young girls. The so-called victims in these instances are grown middle-aged men who thought they were going to meet an underage girl for a sexual encounter. They're not victims in any sense of the word. That's his uh, defense lawyer, Dan Kelly. Uh, he's an 18-year-old honor student at Minichog High School. He's a good kid, and he's got a long, successful life in front of him. We look forward to fighting these allegations in court. They are overblown. Yeah. In fact, at Minichog High School, he's seen as the bright light, one of the many bright lights that have been unable to have been turned off for months. He's the weekend. He's blinded by the lights. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yes, that's exactly right. Uh, while the Marlins are a recreational team not affiliated with the school system, East Longmeadow High School is on the list of sites Daniele was ordered to avoid per his conditions of pretrial release. A spokesman for the school system declined further comment. That's quite like a little elaborate little scheme it's, you got it's going a, there. It's a very elaborate scheme. Even even if you feel like uh, you know, you're going after people who deserve to be gone after, that's an awful lot of work for a young, industrious man. Yeah. I mean, um, it would be interesting to see the chat logs, though, of how this yeah, came to be. Because you still got to convince dudes to meet up with you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And if you're using the guise of a young girl to have people meet up with you, you know. Yeah, I know. But again, like, then again, who goes right to the police after being extorted? A lot of people don't do that. Usually, if somebody was getting extorted, you're like, I don't want to go to jail. I'm never going to say anything about it. That's probably how this kid was thinking. Yeah. I mean, good good extortions are you know against people who would never go to jail because they don't want to get caught. Ah. They don't want the embarrassment of being, you know, because a good extortion means that they got something over you. Well, uh, Wilbraham famous for two things in the last week. Did you see that uh, that Menachon got mentioned on Saturday Night Live? Oh, we're going to talk about that and now hear this. Okay, good. Because you got the audio. You're going to have to hear it. It's not that great of a joke. Uh, when you were in school, did any of the cafeteria workers demonstrate above and beyond culinary talents? Uh, not specifically, but I must tell you that I have not had a delicious pizza burger since high school quite the same way. A 45-year-old... Never been able to recreate that deliciousness. A uh, 45-year-old woman in Louisiana named uh, Tim- Time Trisha... T-Y-M-E-T-R-I-C-A. Tamisha? Tamitria? Tametrica. Okay. Okay. Cones was a a temporary cafeteria worker at a high school when she was accused of selling homemade baked goods laced with marijuana. Now, that's the lunch lady I want to hang out with. No kidding. And yes, it was apparently happening at the school, not as a side hustle. She sold at least one to a student, and it sounds like they knew what they were getting. She was caught when another student found out and notified the authorities through a Crime Stoppers app. Uh, that lady was arrested last week and is facing charges, but there aren't any details on the size of the operation that she was running. The school district says she was hired by a staffing service that pl- places fill-in employees within schools. you got to think that they're in trouble for that, too, for oh, not yeah. vetting these people before they send them to work with children. Yeah, but, what a, but what a shame that is. I mean, you spend your whole life uh, you know, working up to becoming a lunch lady. You know, your whole life has been dedicated to being a lunch lady. And you get a temporary status. You, right. You and then, finally made the big dance. You, you make, it's you make, 11 o'clock on a yep. Tuesday morning. Yep. Or 10.50, because that's the early 10 lunch. 10.50, yeah. And uh, you finally get, you finally grab that brass ring. You're, I'm a lunch lady. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing a hairnet or one of those plastic things on my head. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing rubber gloves all day long, and all I got to do is... Serve tater tots and, and spoiled th- milk. Throw it all away. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, a, what, a, what, a, what? A, how do you pick up the pieces after that? What, what do you do? Yeah, where are you going to work? Who's going to hire you? Yeah, you're a lunch lady. You realize how important you are to society. You were selling drugs to children. Who will hire you now? What? You weren't making enough money as a lunch lady. And Applebee's is like, we got openings over here. <laughs> And that lunch lady is saying, listen, yeah, I'm going to lower my standards. Yeah, I wouldn't serve that kind of gruel 
That's disgusting. I mean, what do you think I am? I'm a lunch lady. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be a mix of rain and snow with a high of 34. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 40. It's 34 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it's official. Fast. Just. Rock 102, Springfield Classic Rock. It's 751 and ACDC with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Mix of snow and rain with a high of 34 today and tomorrow sunny with a high of 40. It's 34 right now in downtown Springfield. All last week we were giving away uh, Amazon Echo Dots with the code word Alexa. Mm -hmm. And it's very simple. I'm I'm going to announce right now today's code word. And when you hear it, you'll have until noon today. To go to rock102.com, enter the code word for your chance to win, courtesy of Michelob Ultra, helping to keep your New Year's resolution in Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. Today's code word, Steve? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the code word is Alexa. What? Alexa. That's the name of the contest. Code That's word right. Alexa. That's spelled A as in Alexa. L as in... Look over there, it's Robert Loja. E as in everybody has an Alexa. X as in extraordinary. Yes, and A as in Alexa. Okay, Alexa. Alexa. Is that the is code word. that is the word. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's right. It's like uh, going to see a band singing their title track. You're like Bad Company singing Bad Company. Code that, word Alexa. The code word is Alexa. Alexa. See, that's yeah. That that's you're absolutely right about. Crazy. That. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm, now hear this. Now hear this with Bex and Nichols on Rock 102. You like how I transitioned into that? You know what? I said 18, 19 years ago. Mm Got to hire this dude. He's a clever son of a bitch. He will once be pushing a button on a computer screen when he's ready to start a segment. What we need, more uh, button pushers in this building. Look, I push it again, too. No, I turn it down. Wait, why did you turn it With Bex. Oh, yeah. Now see? hear this. Oh, yeah. okay. I, I can do that as many times as I want. It says so right here on the buttons. Uh, clip number one, uh, Minichog High School, my alma mater. Yes. Makes national news and then comedy weekend update. Here's uh, Colin Jost uh, from this weekend's SNL. It's good news. It's a happy ending. Nice happy ending to that joke. <laughs> Due to a computer error, a school in Massachusetts has been unable to turn off its lights for over a year and a half. The students are doing fine, but the classroom hamster has gone insane. So they show this picture of like a hamster with a bunch of cigarettes in front of them and uh, yeah. beady eyes and, uh, you know, the, the hamster's going nuts. Honestly, that's the best joke they could come up yeah, with? Yeah, it's kind of a weak joke. It's a, not, even a good, not even a good joke. Yeah, but you see, that's the disconnect of not living somewhere. I know, and but not knowing it, you're just making fun of the situation. We do it all the time with places, you know, out in the Midwest and all the places that we've never even been to. Well, I get that, but sometimes Joe's is the host of the most, and here he's giving you nothing at all. Well, I mean, he's uh, maybe he maybe he spent more time writing other jokes than he did <laughs> writing on yeah, this one. This this was clearly an afterthought. But uh, I think it's pretty cool, you know. Wilbraham has made news for not only an extortion plot by a kid, but that the <laughs> lights are on in your school 24 hours a day. You know I th- you know what it is? It's like we go around the area. Like every town has their time of turmoil. Right. Right now it's Wilbraham. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's finally their time. 
Yeah, you know, yeah, like most of the time it's Chicopee or Holyoke or Springfield, but uh, every once in a while we focus on another town, Palmer or Ware, mm-hmm. or any of those places, uh, West Springfield. <laughs> uh, clip number two, are you ready? Yes. Uh, showing up on TikTok is a new way to cure a hangover that involves dunking your head into ice water multiple times. Isn't that like the? Uh, wasn't that like from the forties? Uh, I think so. Yes. People seem generally receptive to the strategy, saying it helps with symptoms like headaches and nausea. Here is Doctor Chris Jackson, a pharmacist, talking about the hangover cure strategy that he says activates the diver's reflex. This is the ice bowl method to activate the diver's reflex. Hold your face in the water for five to ten seconds and repeat three times and it's going to give you some relief. If you want to avoid this method, don't forget to prime your body by hydrating, adding electrolytes, and throwing in an alcohol metabolism aid. Hey, here's another idea. Another great way to avoid getting a hangover. Not getting messed up. Exactly. Not drinking so much. Stop drinking it. And uh, which goes into our next clip, Fireball, right? Yeah. Fireball. Fireball is getting sued for originally marketing their small bottles, usually sold at gas stations or, you know, liquor store counters, as whiskey when it's really a malt beverage. Apparently, they use the same graphic as the large-sized whiskey bottles and claim it's hard to tell the difference, and that is done on purpose. So it's actually junk. You're you're not getting cinnamon whiskey in the nip. You're getting malt liquor. That's it? Yeah. It's like no difference than, say, like a Schlitz malt liquor bowl or a King Cobra? I guess so. Huh. And they're selling it like it's uh, like it's whiskey. But can you imagine drinking a Fireball by a 40-ouncer? Oh, man. That would be a, that would be the life. No kidding. A 40-ouncer and a 40-ouncer of Old English. Uh, between that and yeah. the ambulance ride to the hospital, uh, I can't think of anything better. Uh, moving on to our next clip. Someone who works customer service for an internet company, uh, posted this, a customer service call with a woman ranting like she's possessed. Get me through to a supervisor now! Record the f*** out of this call and get me to a supervisor now! Do it! Ma'am, there isn't any reason for me to... Ma'am... Get me through to a supervisor, you little Whoa, whoa! personal language! I said supervisor now! Whoa. Okay, ma'am. All right. Now! Okay. Now! Okay, give me... <laughs> I'm gonna put you on hold, ma'am. Ow! <laughs> and she's single, gentlemen. That's more like customer service. Yeah, right? no, you right, know yeah. what I'm saying? All those words. in there. Can you imagine waking up to that woman every single day? No, I can't. How about one day? I don't think uh, anybody is waking up to her. <laughs> and if they are, they're dead. <laughs> Voluntarily. I like I like that. I like this. I'm gonna put you on hold, ma'am. Now <sighs> Well there you go. That's uh that's your segment today. That's now hear this. It is seven fifty-eight with Bax and Nagel on Rock One Oh Two How cold is it out there? Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's eight eleven. And Def Leppard with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Mix of snow and rain for your Pioneer Valley forecast. Uh, could see accumulation uh, north of uh, Northampton, I guess you would say. And, uh, <clears throat> I don't know, 3 to 7 inches depending on where you are. And a high of 34 today. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 40. It's 34 right now in downtown Springfield. Now, of course, anyone will tell you that there, uh, there's a big difference between 3 
and seven inches. You know, it's like yeah. I mean, it's it's fundamentally different. I mean, if uh, example, if you were introduced to someone uh, claiming three or seven inches, I, I'm pretty sure you'd be able to tell the difference. Uh, well, I bet you I know a person that can tell the difference between three and seven inches, and that <laughs> is Megan Hall, recently fired from the Laverne, Tennessee Police Department. Um, after having an affair with six officers. We talked about this girl a little bit last week. <clears throat> the married policewoman. Now are you calling her girl because she ain't no lady? She ain't no lady at all. She is, uh, in fact, uh, anything but a lady. Yes. Yeah. The uh, married policewoman engaged in sexual activities with her coworkers, both on and off the clock, with an L, an internal probe, <laughs> was launched after reports were made of a hall and her intimate relationships that took place at parties, hotels, and on police property. Patrol- Paul was sowing her oats. <clears throat> oh, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah right, yeah. Patrol, uh, she can't go for that, though. But she's a man-eater. Uh, patrol officer Juan Lugo Perez, Sergeant Lewis Powell, Sergeant Henry Ty McGowan, Detective Seneca Shields, Patrol Officer uh, Gavin Schobel, and K-9 Officer Larry Holiday. A dog? No, I don't believe the dog was involved. Oh, all admitted to having sexual uh, involvement with Hall, and the uh, detective even confessed to receiving um, some uh, mouth work in the police department's gym. Hmm. Uh, Hall may be unemployed for now, but she just got an offer from a local strip club called Deja Vu Showgirls in Nashville. We want her at Deja Vu Nashville on March 17th. Two shows, $5,000 per show said the club's regional director, Michael Durham. I get the moral outrage. However, she is no longer an employee of the Laverne Police Department. She can now choose what is best for her financially. Mm. Hall has yet to respond to her latest uh, offer, but it's unlikely her husband, former uh, state park ranger Jedediah, who would would let her, since they're apparently trying to save their marriage. I don't know how he's doing it. Uh, He's more of a man than I am. He's trying to salvage his marriage. That's uh, Jediah's boss. Chad Parton told the Daily Mail. Well, you know, uh, I'm sure there are parts of their relationship that are very, very secure. The yeah. fact that she's uh, nailing every available uh, yeah, cop on the beat. Uh, yeah, hey, listen, it's, I'm sure there's a perfectly logical explanation. I'm sure she's, she's otherwise committed to this relationship. Uh, he added, I have offered and extended to him any resource that he needs, and all he says is, uh, Sheriff, I just want to work for the citizens of Coffee County, and I love what I'm doing. And so does my wife. She loves her duties, too. Oh, my God. You know, the more you read about this, and I, and I listen, I know that there are people who do things in their private lives that are, one, none of our business, and then, two, uh, hard to imagine. It's like, you know, like, how do you... As a servant of the community, decide that, you know what I really want to do with my spare time? I want to have sex with as many partners as I can squeeze in to a very short period of time. And I mean a lot of them. I mean, I don't want to just, I don't want to limit myself. I want to be able to stretch out. I want to be able to be stretched out. I want to I want to know what it's like to be the center of attention. Well, like you said, she is a man-eater. Watch out, boy. She'll chew, chew you, you up. up. Yeah. Barton explained that the real victim in this nasty situation is Hall's husband. I don't condone what went on at the Liverpool Police Department, but he sure hasn't broken any laws. He's the victim here. That's not a blemish on his record. 
he's doing a phenomenal, phenomenal job. You got to feel bad for the guy. Well, I, I mean, supposedly he was he was encouraging this behavior in the beginning, but then he had a change of heart. I, yeah. I really wasn't sure on or clear on that detail. I think at some point it kind of gets out of, out of hand, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's not true. Sure anyway, they, they just go on to say that, you know, this uh, this whole thing has shaken up this entire town of Laverne. <laughs> well, how can you trust the cops? Uh, under these kinds of circumstances. Uh, well, I can interest the one cop. And then you got this story. <clears throat> if we learned anything lately, we learned police officers are getting it on while at work on a fairly regular basis. Not many get down like Internet's favorite former Tennessee cop. But every time you turn around, there seems to be a story about cops getting busted for having sex at work. The latest took place earlier this week in a parking lot outside of a Brooklyn precinct. The two, who are partners, were caught by other officers having sex in a car in the parking lot reserved for officers. Oh, well, yeah. somebody yeah. has taken up your space, you know. <laughs> well, especially if you need to park your, your cruiser. Uh, these two loud lovebirds might have been on their own time, but they couldn't make it off the premises before uh, getting intimate. A man called the police around 1.30 a.m. on Tuesday morning after hearing a woman's screams. The screams were coming from the parking lot outside of the 79th precinct in Bedford-Stuyvesant. The man feared the woman was being hurt and couldn't see which vehicle the screams were coming from. Two other NYPD officers responded to the call and investigated the matter in the parking lot. They found that two of their fellow officers getting it on in the car. Mm -hmm. The uh, unnamed man and woman were naked at the time, uh, according to a source. They were getting hot and heavy. Hot and heavy. Is that how what he said? That's uh, that's it. That's was, it. Was that it? was that in the police report? Yeah. The two officers have been reportedly uh, having a not-so-secret affair. In fact, the male officer's wife became aware of their relationship and showed up at the precinct last summer. A source provided some information about the uh, incident and what followed. They said of the wife, she showed up at the precinct to confront the girlfriend. Shortly after, in the rear of the precinct, with bosses and cops present, the two cops got into a huge altercation because of the wife, uh, and nothing was done. Not only was nothing done, but the source added that after the incident, the two officers were partnered up. Well, that's always good. Yeah. Well, you know. Well, let's put them together. You know, in between, you know, sexual gratification, there's still crime to fight. Look, we will show you that these two don't want each other. We'll put them together in the same car, and nothing will happen ever bad, except ever. when they have sex in the back of the precinct in a car in the parking lot. <laughs> Unfortunately, there isn't a saucy uh, police report or any body cam footage that might come out of the uh, two getting busted. The responding officers reportedly did not file a report or activate their body cams while investigating the call. That was a real missed opportunity, I would say. The body cams? Yeah. Yeah, like, you're not probably turning right. those on. Come on, man. I would think the shot spotter would be a tough one, too. As for the two uh, caught uh, during the loud lovemaking session, they've been placed on modified duty. <laughs> modified. If that's not another way of uh, saying slap on the wrist, it probably should be. Because that's really, that's all that is. Yeah, I don't think it's a slap on the wrist. Hey, no harm, no foul, right? I mean, really, though, I mean, let's let's say she's not a cop. Yeah. Let's say she's working in any other office. Yeah. Anywhere in the country. Do you do you do you do you think she's a distraction at work if you find out that this stuff is uh, happening behind your back? Well, it sounds would, would, like would you, would you treat her differently? And is that fair? No, I don't think it is. Fair. I don't think it's you fair. Treat her differently. No. You treat her just like everybody else. There's glazed donuts in the conference room. <laughs> There's also food. 
That'll be uh, enough of that, right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. I just, I, you know, I just don't, you know, like what goes through some. How do you continue to work in that environment if this stuff is going on? I mean, because you got to like believe knowing, not being a part of it. You mean, and just not knowing being, it's going on. Yeah, it, it would be kind of weird. It would. Be I think. It, weird. I think it would be incredibly weird to go back to work the following Monday after all yeah. of this is, is exposed. You know, and you know she's not there, and these other guys are not there. But you're also going like, how did this happen yeah. behind our back, and we never knew? Well, they all knew, I'm sure. Well, they probably just didn't say anything about it. It, it. There was, you know, incidents where this woman was at a party on a boat, yeah, and was doing the striptease thing in front of like kids and all this other stuff too. And then they had to tell her like, no, let's put your clothes back on. Uh, you can't do this. But. At that same party, there was also a thing where she had a relations with one of the officers there at the party. This gal didn't stop. No, she didn't. And uh, she's got some splaining to do. Yeah. And uh, I remember that one the one cop was like, I never had sex with Megan Hall. Like, that was like the conquest of the police department. Right. And that was that was like the, that was like an open invitation. Well, yeah. then, then we'll make sure we change that. Yeah. Well, you were going to get this uh, good citizenship award tomorrow. I don't care. I never had sex with Megan Hall. I can get good citizenship any other time of the year. I don't. I don't mean this to sound uh, disgusting, but at a, at a certain numerical value, I'm not sure I would want to have sex with uh, Megan Hall. Well, I mean, it's all depending on how adventurous. You I are. suppose. I you suppose. Want to spin the roulette wheel. It's of, again. You're playing Russian roulette with your penis at that point, and I am not for that. It's bound to go off one of these days. <laughs> one of these days. It's a twenty-one with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. <laughs> Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 827 and the police with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It is uh, going to be a mix of rain and snow today. Uh, could see accumulation in the northern part of the Pioneer Valley, uh, but nothing much down here. Just a little bit of rain and slush and a high of 36. It is 34 in downtown Springfield. Uh, if you uh, miss any part of the day sh- of today's show, check out the, the daily podcast on uh, Bax, uh, on the uh, on rock102.com, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, really. And, uh, and check it out. Also, check out Baxi's musical podcast this week. My guest is Kat Clyde. This is a, a phenomenal uh, singer-songwriter out of Canada. She's about to release her third record called Down Rounder. It's phenomenal. And you can check that out on rock102.com. Sounds like pretty cool. Yeah, no, she's, she's, <laughs> she's really, really good. And uh, so, again, rock102.com and all them other uh, platforms. Uh, Mike Quincy from Consumer Reports tomorrow. You know what else is coming up this week? Yeah. Besides Quincy, uh, guitar legend Steve Vai. Mm. He's got an album that's it's it's a new album, but it's actually an album that was supposed to come out almost thirty years ago. And it's a rem- remarkable story behind it. It's and a so, little late. Well, but there's a there's a, <clears throat> an actual story behind it, and and uh, we'll be talking to Steve Vai about that later on this week. I like when you Google somebody's name, and the first question that pops up is, "Why is Steve Vai so famous?" <laughs> because he's a very talented guitar player that's why yeah you know, it's like that's the number one thing that people are asking yeah i just typed in his name 
and that's the first thing associated with him. Well, good for him. It's 829. News is next to Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. Exxon Nagel and Rock 102. It's time for news. Brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Rent the all-electric Ionic 5 for 28 days. and includes insurance. Try it. Before you buy it, here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Uh, thanks, Bax. Uh, a Wilbraham man was arrested for an alleged kidnapping and armed robbery. A person contacted the Wilbraham Police Department to report a man contacted them online and allegedly extorted money from them. The suspect uh, contacted the person again last Wednesday on the 18th to meet with the victim at a location in Wilbraham. Police Chief Ed Lennon said that the suspect, 18-year-old Giancarlo Daniele of Wilbraham, arrived to meet the victim but ran away before officers could arrest him. He was arrested a short distance away after struggling with the officers. Daniele is being charged with armed robbery, kidnapping, assault with a dangerous weapon, extortion by threat of injury, and resisting arrest. He did this, uh, this is just the shortened version, but he's alleged to have, uh, you know, done this to two different people and did it in a way where... While you were talking to this fictional person online, well, they didn't know it was fictional. And like catfishing. Uh, but I'm gonna, yeah, and I'm gonna, but I'm gonna, you, you give me money and don't ever talk to her again. She wasn't even real. The person. So, I tell you what, if you can get away with something like that. So these uh, these folks cough up some money and then immediately go to the police department and then, then turn the guy in. Weird story. Though. It's a it's a totally weird story. Um, all in Wilbraham. Wilbraham getting all this uh, clout this week. Did Wilbraham for all want, the wrong reasons? I, I know. Is 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 Wilbraham looking for this this kind of uh, this kind of press? I don't think they want. The, I don't think they want this at all. Because I would I would think if you lived in a sleepy little town like Wilbraham, you want it to stay sleeping. Yeah. Now you got a you got a school that you can't turn the lights off, and now you got a, a high school senior uh, who's uh, you know running catfishing scams and a sad Mr. Peach walking down the streets of Wilbraham, crying, shedding tears for the town. Mm-hmm. Can't shut the lights off, and people are being extorted. And the, can't have this. And the only ray of hope you have is walking into Rice's Fruit Farm. <sighs> well, and get the muffin the, tops. Yeah, because that makes me yeah. happy. Oh. Muffin tops make everything better. You know what? Doggone it! You're absolutely yeah. right about that. A man wanted for a 2017 shooting and more than 20 shopliftings at pharmacies in Springfield was arrested on Friday morning. Springfield police spokesman Ryan Wall said, My best friend's sister's boyfriend's girlfriend heard from this guy who's dating this girl. That's why 24-year-old Andrew Cronin arrested on more than 20 shopliftings at Walgreens. I guess it's pretty serious. This guy's been arrested. Well, he's the suspect in more than 20 shopliftings. That doesn't necessarily mean he's been arrested. <clears throat> no, he's just a suspect. At Walgreens pharmacies across Springfield over the past four months. He had outstanding felony warrants for a 2017 shooting as well. Cronin refused to stop for police and attempted to ride away until officers caught up to him. He then got off the bike and began running and jumping over several fences to evade police. Springfield police set up a perimeter in the area and eventually arrested Cronin around the 300 block of Orange Street. One officer was injured during the chase and was treated in the hospital for hand and calf injuries. While officers were taking Cronin back to police headquarters, Cronin stated, I'll be out on bail and back in Walgreens at 6 a.m. today. You know, the sad part about it is he's absolutely right. Well, what was he? How well, long did it take him to get out? Well, and uh, did he, in fact, go to a Walgreens? That's the question that a good reporter would ask. What happened then yeah. afterwards? Well, you know, the thing is, I mean, I think when you uh, when there's a police chase and a, you said an officer was injured. Yeah. Maybe they maybe it maybe Tuesday 
is the day you get out. Tuesday. Yeah, maybe you stay in for like a little bit extra time, but you're eventually coming out. And you're eventually going to go back to a Walgreens or a CVS and you'll you'll find your way into snatching something else. Um yeah, uh, I just I why wouldn't you ask that question? Was did he get out? Like why wouldn't you ask that? I don't uh, I, I don't know. But if you were going to steal something from uh can you imagine if the thing that he was stealing or things like like uh, like the National Enquirer or like People magazine or those really expensive life magazine retrospectives. I think yeah. there's a there's like a Bob Dylan one that's for sale right now. Because oh. those things are like, you know, 18 bucks. They're a ridiculous amount of money. Really? Oh, yeah. You ever think, like, like maybe, like, it'd be one thing to be stealing stuff from uh, from a from a pharmacy. But if you imagine stealing the stupid stuff, yeah. you know, you know, condoms, uh, uh, you know, cold medication, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, stuffed animals, boxes of chocolates, that doesn't make sense to me. Well, depending on if uh, if you're doing a resale, <clears throat> like it's so I close guess. to Valentine's Day, those Russell Stover's things are like ten bucks a box. You could sell them for five outside the store. You see what I'm saying? No, I get it, but it's yeah. not even that great of chocolate, to be honest. Russell Stover? Not really. <clears throat> Russell Stover is uh, like uh, creme de la creme. It's like the yeah. best chocolate out there. Yeah. You take you know you go up to Deerfield, you go to that Richardson's Candy Kitchen, the homemade chocolate. No, yeah. no, no. I want my chocolate pressed from a factory machine every single <laughs> like, time, like extruded yeah. from a and machine. Sh- looks like the fuzzy pumper barbershop and, and, and shot full of uh, mm. artificial ingredients. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the like and full of plastics that stay in my body for years to come and eventually cause some sort of disease in me. You're right. That's, I like those kind that, of. You're right. Those are better. Yeah, you and your homemade. Chocolates. <laughs> uh, Mayor Dom Dom chimed in. He says, once again, terrific work by the brave and dedicated men and women of the Springfield Police to take this uh, repeat criminal off the streets. However, here we are again, re-arresting another habitual crime criminal offender, shoplifting, and hurt our poor neighborhood businesses on top of the pending gun charges against him. He still hasn't answered to those either. I don't know. I just, I just, I just, do you know I could dribble a bowling ball down the street? <laughs> One hand. Yeah. I could spin it on my hand like the Globetrotters. You know, I had heartburn this morning. You know what I did to get rid of it? What'd you do? I drank some napalm. <laughs> <laughs> and then lit a cigarette. Yeah. You see these uh, You see these dingbats riding down the street on their bicycles doing wheelies in the middle of the road? Yeah. I can do a wheelie on a unicycle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I once took violin lessons when I was a kid. You know what I could do after that? No. Play the piano. That's what I could do. <laughs> you know, a fish ticked me off once. <laughs> really? Yeah. You know what I did? What'd you do? I drowned them. <laughs> I think, I, I think we're done. Yeah, we're, I don't know. I don't know. Done, done I, I, I'd go with it. Go, go, go with. Nah, nah, nah. We're, you're on a roll. Hey, there's a uh, indoor water park, perhaps coming to Palmer. It's in consideration by Kalahari <laughs> Resorts and Conventions. Now, what I'm uh, being told is this is that plot of land. Yeah. That they were talking about for a casino. Okay. 
and because I mean it's like a hundred acres of unused real estate, right? Yeah, you know, that just was paved with a trail of tears when Palmer accidentally decided not to have a casino there. Was there. a crying Indian standing there exactly. on the land. Exactly, that's right. Wondering where the chips were. We had that office downtown for years, and we just couldn't convince everybody to vote. Uh, Kalahari Resorts and Conventions includes meeting and convention facilities in America's largest indoor water parks. Uh, according to their website, they have locations in the Poconos, Sandusky, Ohio, Wisconsin, Dells, Wisconsin, and Round Rock in Texas. Now, you said this was called what? Noah's Ark. Noah's Ark. In, uh, in, in, uh, in Wisconsin. And the one in Sandusky, Ohio, if I'm not mistaken, it's like right off uh, I-90, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, because uh, there's a bunch of them there. And, uh, man, they draw big crowds. I, I was at the Noah's Ark one years ago. Took the kids and stuff. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable. I mean, it's it's like the biggest water park you ever you ever saw in your life, and it, it could be coming here to Palmer. That would be, you know what? Yeah, I could probably count on like one hand of the things that you know make me want to go to Palmer. This would be like one hand and a big finger. Yeah, that would make me. This would be like six full fingers of things I'd rather do, uh, things I would like to do in Palmer. Can you imagine living in Palmer your entire life? Mm-hmm. Nothing's really going on in that town, and finally they put this thing here, and then now you're known as the destination of Western Massachusetts? Ain't that a kick in the face? Yeah. It could all just happen with one swift build of a water park. 200 years, people have been trying to yeah. drive around Palmer, yeah. not having to go through it. Now they're actually going to be in it yeah. and staying in it for maybe multiple nights. Yes. Where are you going on vacation? Palmer, Massachusetts. Going to Palmer Park for a bath. You know it's the, uh, that Friendly's uh, sign when you come into Wilbraham on the pike? Mm-hmm. Eh, not very well kept lately. Is that true? Yeah, it seems a little off. No one's very uh, trimming the bushes? Seemed a little uh, a little overgrown the la- like back in the fall. I don't know if they've trimmed it up yet. I can't remember the last time I saw it. I haven't really been by there in a while, to be honest. I haven't used the pike in a good long time. Well, uh, you know, uh, uh, if you want to get uh, maybe the landscaping company is in-house, so maybe they're just waiting for another year or two before they decide to actually trim the bush. Oh, kind of like waiting for a fisherman jig yeah, and, the, it, and the check from right. one of their restaurants. When, when your tuna melt shows up. With an ice cube in the middle of it. <laughs> that happened to me once there. Really? Yeah, I, it was like 20 years ago. And uh, I ordered a... Um, my sister's kids would come up and visit. You know, her and her kids would come up and visit. And then they loved going to Friendly's. Because it's... You know, kids don't really understand. No. And they... Uh, so we would go there. And I ordered a, uh, a tuna melt. It was the one that was over on Sumner Avenue. The one up... Up by Long Hill. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. The one, the one that was on the other end of it, but where the Gus and Paul's. Gus and Paul's. Yeah, yeah, across yeah, the street. Yeah. Sure. So, and I ordered a tuna melt, and it had literally had a chunk of ice in it, like they hadn't defrosted the tuna fish. Mm. And I'm like, do they make this like ahead of time? Usually, tuna is something you make fresh. Yeah. It was just a, it was just a weird thing. I couldn't eat the rest of it, and uh, never looked back. Hmm. Never went back. Yeah. I just remember, uh, you know, uh, ordering my uh, my uh, my Jim Dandy Sunday, and then waiting forty five minutes for the check. Well, so I had it, finished the ice cream. It takes time to itemize all the ingredients. No, it's a standard. Sure? Pr- it's a standard price. You know, like they, they go with milk, 
cocoa, sugar, like you, every that's yeah, all priced right. out. They they price out each individual Reese's it, piece. It's to show you that they're not pulling a fast one on you. Oh, I don't think they're pulling a fast one at all. Yeah. If they're pulling a slow one, is what they're pulling. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be a mix of rain and snow, accumulation uh, above the northern, uh, or I guess above Northampton, the northern part of the Pioneer Valley. Right. Uh, and a high of uh, 35. It's 34 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. At the top of the mountain looking down. Awesome. Trails blanketed in white. Perfect. Nothing between you and the base but a... Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.50 and Pat Benatar with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Uh, mix of snow and rain. Uh, could see some accumulation in the northern part of the Viney Valley, but mostly rain for the lower part and uh, high of 36. It's 34 right now in downtown Springfield. I had a bunch of people ask me, hey, uh, what's this bourbon barbecue and blues thing you got going on on February 4th at the uh, Delaney House in Holyoke? And I said, well, it doesn't really matter because, you see, we're sold out. You had a chance to buy your tickets, but uh, you're pretty much screwed. Actually, there's one last chance for you to win tickets. Go to rock102.com and enter before noon on February 2nd. We'll choose a winner and random. It's your last chance to win tickets to Bourbon Barbecue, Barbecue and Blues, brought to you by Pioneer Valley Arms, 50 Shaker Road at East Longmeadow, and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Uh, You want to get to a letter? You got a letter? I got a letter. Letters. Oh, we get letters. We get letters every day. Mailman, mailman, mail today. Oh, we letters. Oh, we get letters. Let's find out about to say. Oh, boy. Mailman. Mail today. All right. Had a couple of, uh, a couple of people chime in. Somebody chimed in about, uh, hey, good job on the uh, Kim Kardashian segment today. Okay. I thought that was, uh, that was funny. You'll hear that again coming up at 9.35. And then uh, this guy correcting us on a couple of things during our 7.30 newscast where we couldn't put the math together of how many shoplifting incidents that guy had over the course of four months. He had, he had 20, and right. we couldn't figure out the basic math. And And it makes a lot of sense now. 20 divided by four. Four, wait a minute. No, twenty divided by five. <laughs> it was five per month. Well, no, but it was only four months. So it was only so four, five per month. Five per month. So That's four just months. A little bit more, right. Than one per week. Yeah, I don't know. So anyway, that was it. And then uh, the guy was stealing. And he also chimed in. He was stealing uh, baby formula. That's what he was uh, doing. Oh, well, that makes all the sense in the world. That well, stuff is very expensive well, for someone to buy. He's trying to, trying to feed his babies. Well, maybe a baby is uh, resistant to, uh, to breast milk and, and, uh, and, and, and like that. That happens all the time. Uh, yeah. All right. Yes. Well, it makes all the sense in the world. And then, uh, then we have another one. This is from Friday. You know, after uh, you know, we heard the news of David Crosby passing, mm-hmm. we played a Crosby, Stills, and Nash song, I think. Yes. And then, uh, then we began to discuss things that we sh- probably shouldn't be discussing because I don't know anything about liver transplants. Uh, but I said a few things, and uh, this person... Uh, took you to task on it? Took me to... Uh, not take me to task. He was very polite. You ready? Yeah. I'm an everyday listener of your radio show with Bax. I love listening to both of you and laugh a lot every morning, but this morning you got me to write this email. It's all in good intentions, but what you said about being grateful and something like having the money for a liver uh, transplant, I feel was often wrong. 
Just because these transplant lists of people wait not because of money or who they are, but for a match organ for them, which uh, entails more than I would know. I also, to assume that maybe he wasn't grateful, I feel is a silly thought. Of course, anyone would be grateful because their life had been saved and they don't worry about being sick or dying. I'm still a huge fan of the show. Uh, sincerely, uh, Ted, stay funny. All right, stay Ted. funny. I wasn't even funny to begin with, but... Uh, well, I never thought for a moment that uh, David Crosby wasn't grateful. Well, he was talking about my comment because yeah. I said, do you think he's thankful for that? Like, like realizing how lucky he is because of who he is, Yeah, that he got to continue being who he is because of his money or as because of his friend's money. Right, but but you said that Phil Collins was the one that that yeah, uh, flipped the, the flipped paid the bill the, for paid the charge. Yeah, but I'm I guess what I was really trying to say was like, is he grateful, like knowing that he had a leg up on other people? And I know what this guy is saying. It says it's you know he's saying you have to have, find a match. Yes, but if you have the money to put you in a better match quicker. Yeah, but I, but I don't know if uh you can pay uh to get it's it's not like a like a like a, like a like the license plate lottery where the more money you have the more you can you know you know pay up a couple spaces. But don't you think that money would influence people who make the decisions on who gets the organs. Well, that's a very cynical point of view, isn't it? I'm just saying. I don't think it matters when it comes to, like, organ donation. Where, you know, yeah. they, we're only going to save the people that can afford it. I don't know. I if, just, if, 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 if there's a match, that's the person that's going to get the liver. I just wanted to address this guy's concerns and not explain anything of what I said. Well, that's okay. That's, that's <laughs> what we do. There's nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. That's right. Well, there you go. It's uh, 8.56 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. This just in. 